0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Oh, like
1: Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. Welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White. And in the studio with us is our effervescent co-host, Mr. James Munsey. Good, Good morning, James. What's I, happening, brother? I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling fulfilled. Uh, Are we good then? Uh, No, we're not, because we need to talk about this. Thanks for joining our show this morning. We are your guide to greatness. Uh, The purpose of our show is if you're on a path to create the best version of you, and I really hope you are, if you're not on a path to create the best version of you, I'm wondering what path you're on. But if you're on that path, you're going to spend the best 54 minutes of your life because we're going to help you get there. We are. And every week, we take on a different topic that is sometimes controversial, but my goal when we started this show was it would always be something that somebody is dealing with practically every day of their life, Mm -hmm. not this in-your-head, academic, how do I be a better leader, how do I be a better parent, those are important conversations to have. What we don't talk about are these little but big things that we're just faced with all day long. Day-to-day. Day-to-day stuff. Day-to-day stuff. And and when we were thinking about this particular topic, which is what makes you happy, what fulfills you, more importantly, what is the difference between those two? It confirmed a lot of the things that I've been thinking for a long time. And I've been reading about this off and on Mm -hmm. for quite a long time that our society is just so darn stuck
2: in happiness. We are. You know, it occurred to me, and I pulled it up here just before the show started, our society is so stuck on it that our founding fathers thought enough of it that they named three inalienable (laughs) rights in the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
1: There you go. Well, they did say the pursuit of happiness. Now, let's face it, James. Back in 1776, happiness was a whole different ball of wax. Was, <laughs> I mean, yeah. think about what life was really like. Not in getting 17- a plague. There was, was no. I've had a good day. Not night. dying at the age of of like 35 was was the pursuit of happiness, That's right? right? Uh, so we're the context has changed. And boy, we. I don't want to get. I don't want to jump into politics too quick. But look what. Look what our society has done with our minds over politics to convince us mm-hmm. that we should think a certain thing and feel a certain thing and be a certain person, not even based on what we want, but based on what society says we should have, and happiness is one of those, that you should be happy.
2: Yeah. So what does that mean? Good question. We
1: want to thank uh, we want to thank one of our sponsors, because our sponsor's sole purpose in life is to create happiness inside of families. Mm agingerkid.com, giving a shout out to them. Uh, th- their their product, it's tools and toys that teach. They're heirloom wooden toys that actually help you teach your children while playing with your children and in, in creating some more bond between you and your kids. And, and I have to make a confession. Ever since we brought them on as a sponsor and I've brought their toys into my household, I have thought differently about how I interact with my children, that my time with them is really all I have. Mm-hmm. It's not working hard to bring home money to make sure they have nice things and they're comfortable and they get to do things, and whatnot. It is just straight up my time with them. And on this whole subject of happiness and fulfillment, it, that is that is what fulfills me, is, is spending quality time with with my children.
2: What fulfills you? Not, not what makes you happy. What fulfills you? What fulfills me? I, I think it's a great question. My family certainly fulfills me. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's what anybody with with a family hopefully would would say. Yeah, I think that I've got a career that I find very fulfilling. I, I it fulfills me anytime that I get to help people. Okay, and so I work uh, for the fire department. spend mm-hmm. a lot of time Spend a lot of my time there, and that is other than raising a family, uh, second only to that. That is the most fulfilling thing that I have ever done. Okay,
1: so uh, what fulfills me is. A- similar to you, my what, what I'm doing to help someone else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're going to break into this this topic big time on today's show. I, and where I'm going with it is that we shouldn't really be doing things to make us happy. We really shouldn't. We should not be pursuing... I, I'm going against the Declaration of Independence all of a sudden now, James. You've just really upped the ante on me here this I, morning.
2: started right away.
1: That we should be pursuing things that truly fulfill us. And here's the challenge that I believe most people have is they really don't know what fulfills them. Mm. They really don't know. So I came up with this test. Okay. I, got, I, got, I have this test. I, it's a test for you, for Asher, because we're bringing Asher on the show. I've threatened for two shows in a row to bring Asher on.
2: He doesn't the even believe you at this point. The first time I forgot.
1: The second time is Mike wasn't on. It's going to happen today. All right. And of course, this test is is for, for all of our listeners on the show right now, whether you're on 97.7 FM or 820 The Answer here in Richmond or on Facebook Live. Here's the test. If I gave you $1,000 and told you for a full day, do what makes you happy, what would you do? You don't have to use the money, but there's some money there in case you wanted to use it.
2: I'd probably use the money. Okay. So what would you do to make you happy? Uh, to make me happy, I so I, I fly planes. I would and it's expensive to fly planes. I would go. I would get uh, rent an airplane and I would go fly somewhere. Okay. I'll tell you right now, that's what I would. Okay.
1: Do. So you just for a full day, just go fly. Somewhere. If it's just
2: for me to be selfish with, how, how far
1: could a thousand dollars take you in an airplane? That would take you far. I mean, that'll okay. give you a good. That'll give you a good ten hours. So where would you go? Air. Where
2: would you go? Well,
1: five five there, five and back. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I guess
2: if it's a full day, you don't have to come back. I <laughs> would. <show. laughs> I would I would probably shoot out and go uh, follow the coast and try to get down to Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. Do that in well well under five okay. hours. Probably. Okay. Okay. All right. Hours.
1: Asher, if I gave you a thousand and, dollars and told you for a full day do what makes you happy, what would you do?
3: That's a good question.
1: Of course, we only ask good <laughs> questions on this show.
3: I would probably detach a thousand dollars. I would probably have to pay somebody to do my job for for that twenty four hours. So that would take about half of it. Okay. And then I would detach. I would
1: <laughs> I like
3: it. And then I would uh, I don't know. You take some gas. I would go somewhere and detach. You know, it's uh, it's difficult to detach. I where find would you myself, go? Uh, where would I go? Yeah. Preferably a beach, but I would have to drive really far to get to a beach that I like. Okay. So I don't okay. know. Can I make it to Florida? Maybe the Gulf. I guess the Gulf's not in quite as good a shape as it. Yeah, has
1: been. maybe not. Maybe next week. Maybe I don't next know. week. So, so you're you're similar to James. Then you would just you would just kind of take off for the hills. James would do it with an airplane. What?
3: I because I, I, I had to pay, use half the money to pay somebody. Okay, to do so, my job so, so, the so 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 <laughs> far.
2: We're all running away. Yeah, now what, and I would too. What about would you? Too. What, what are you going to do?
1: So uh, I would take the kids somewhere. I wouldn't go very far because I don't want to spend all this money on travel. I wouldn't go very far, but I would just go and just splurge on on their happiness. Like go to a candy store and say, "Get whatever you want."
2: Just that for their happiness. For, for
1: their well, it would be it would make me happy too. Okay, like it, it would be it would be just as gratifying for me to watch them be happy. Mm-hmm. So here's the third. And if you're on Facebook, we'd love to hear your 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 answer to this. Uh, if I gave you a thousand dollars and told you for a full day, do what makes you happy. What would you do? Here's the second question: If I gave you a thousand dollars and told you for a full day, do what fulfills you? Mm. What would you do?
2: Thousand dollars yep. to do what fulfills me? Yes. So, you know, we didn't talk about this in advance, so and we it's... have a
1: commercial break coming up, so we we may have to wait till after the break for this. But I
2: if... think we may I may need the break too. Uh, do you have? Do you know what you would do? It with uh, JJ? Um, I have always you've been thinking about this. yeah.
1: So I have always had. Um, something in my heart for homeless people. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember growing up in Roanoke, there was a, a facility called the Ram House, which was a day shelter for homeless. You you couldn't sleep there overnight. Uh and I wouldn't just simply give the thousand dollars to the Ram House. I would I would find a creative way to absolutely maximize that thousand dollars so that we could figure out a way for some of those homeless people to not be homeless anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't I, I haven't sketch the whole thing out in my head. But I believe that we too quickly just give money away and let someone else take care of it without us being actively involved in it. And that's where the fulfillment comes. So we we are going to take a quick break uh, for a gratuitous sponsor's message. When we come back, we're talking about what is the difference between being happy and being fulfilled to be part of this conversation, you can call us at 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. You're listening to The Great People Show.
4: Oh,
2: I want
1: I'm JJ White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by A Ginger Kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in A Ginger Kid products can't be beat, and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach.
5: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for zip lining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit TheOmniHomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
0: Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experienced Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com. Oh, I want something
1: just like this. welcome back gosh I love our music I could just if, if it wasn't for the fact that people tune into the radio to hear us talk I could just let the music run makes me happy we, we've 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 been having a a fan contest without even running a contest we, we're having fans that are randomly listening to the music for our show in their car recording themselves on video and sending <laughs> it to us so do that and we will put we we as as long as we can make it family friendly. That's right. And I'm talking to you, Jason Webb, because he's been giving us videos. We will put you on social media. We we will promote you. Yeah. Uh, by listening. Of course, it's a Coldplay song, and there's multiple versions of it out there. You can send it to jj at greatpeopleshow.com. Actually, you can send anything you want ever to jj at greatpeopleshow.com. We need to get you an email address, because we I'm did. sure you don't have enough email addresses. I've been looking for like one, so no, And now And you can send it to us, uh, ideas for the show, uh, great videos. We we love things that we can repost on social media. Or if you just want to come on the show and, and talk about something that's uh, part of being great... Or just say hi. And just say hi. In fact, we have someone that just called in to say hi. One of our loyal listeners, Will Wright. Welcome back to the show, Will.
6: Hey, JJ. Good morning, Good morning, man. How
1: are are you? you? I'm great. How are you feeling? Outstanding. Good, because I've been noticing some things on Facebook that you took a spill at one of your your little uh, Spartan, not little. (laughs) Stay great.
6: I did. I did, and I am. Uh, I think I'm. I'm like Wolverine at this point in my life. <laughs> You're just and getting I'm, filled uh, with the uh, metals. You know I was going to say, I'm. i Yeah, no, I'm superhuman. Apparently, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm fully. I'm up and up and back at it, man. Good. Uh, good. Are gone. Cast is gone, and uh, feeling great.
1: What What are your thoughts on this topic? We're We're, we're throwing out there today.
6: Yeah, so I, I'm just fascinated by uh, the conversation so far, and okay. uh, I'm still waiting on James's response. Oh yeah, we uh, all are putting him on the spot right now, but uh, Ooh, anyway, I thought I thought, thought I'd call and chime in. I just uh, you know was interested in seeing the way the conversation was going. Um, kind of that I I feel like both you guys really uh, in terms of like the difference between things that make you happy and things that uh, fulfill you. And by the way, it's really weird watching you guys. I'm gonna shut off. Facebook yeah, live sure. Right
1: now. So, Will, whenever um, we're talking about this whole happiness versus fulfillment thing, what makes you happy? What fulfills you? And what's the difference?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, I think happiness is a feeling. Like that mm, comes of course. and goes. It's an emotion, and, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, everyone—you, you, you know—we all have different things. Like for me personally, it's pretty easy. I can say, like, you know, listening to music makes me happy. Going hiking, you know, traveling, working yeah. out—you know, these are all things that are, you know, just kind of fun in the moment things that, um, you know, make me feel good. Um, yep. when, I, when I think about, um, you know, satisfaction, that's that's really more something that's connected to, like, my greater purpose and, like, a deeper sense of, mm-hmm. um, you know, just who I am when I'm really, like, living and being true to my core. And, what is that?
1: What is your deep purpose? What is your core?
6: You know, for for me, that's just to grow and become, you know, more like Christ and follow in His footsteps. Okay. So, any anything that i'm you know and and uh, the way i've been raised and you know just who i am as a person i mean i i get the most satisfaction just um you know what you guys both said really resonated with me and that you both said i, want, I like helping people and i feel that's you know that's certainly a, a very a very Christlike like quality to have and it's also the the way that you know i was raised my my father modeled that behavior for yep. me and for for me it's more you know, when I'm serving, when I'm giving and every organization I've been a part of from, you know, scouting, thinking back over the years or the arrow, like the the, the whole slope, everything that I may serve as, you know, it's, it's a whole brotherhood of cheerful service. And then going to Virginia Tech for college. So U- I can Muslim, safely you know, say, Will, motto that... Is, that I may serve. So that's, yeah. that's it.
1: So I can safely. I, it sounds like I can safely say that uh, when you are fulfilling your purpose, you're you fulfilled. And, of course, that makes you happy. I'm curious, though, are there things that you find yourself doing to fulfill your purpose that don't make you happy? Mm. But you know it's part of fulfilling your purpose.
6: Hmm. I I, I can tell you that
2: certainly exists for
1: me. That's
6: a great question. I was calling in to chime in on the, uh, the, the, the fun. Will, the with you know how
2: it rolls on this show,
1: man. Curveball we're, at me. we're, 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 we're your God, man. We're challenging you to go big <laughs> uh,
6: <laughs> to go. I love, it, man. I love it. So James, what's your thoughts? Um,
1: well,
2: so I mean, for me, and again, I know I always come back to the fire department, but again, that's, that's what fulfills me. So a lot of what we do ends up being very Bad situations sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. somebody dies. Sometimes somebody's house is burned down and they've lost all their possessions. We're, we're not happy. I, I'm anything yeah. but happy in those situations. It is still the most fulfilling thing in the world to me. Um, maybe we helped comfort somebody in, in their last moments. Maybe we were able out of that burning home to save somebody's photo albums or family heirlooms, um, but but that's not at all a happy situation. Yeah. So I think that would... good. Good answer, Will. What do you think?
6: Hmm, yeah, you. Geez, that set me up as well. Thinking ah, in, in that vein,
1: boy, you'll be thinking um, about that all day.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still. Well,
1: um, and and but I mean, is it? I, I, I guess I, I, your, I, I, your opinion I, 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 on is isn't that? But isn't it okay, right? Isn't it okay that yeah. we're doing things to fulfill our purpose, but they don't necessarily have to make us happy? And and that's the point of this oh, well, show, I think,
6: I think today, Will. Is we get so caught big, up my, in my,
1: needing to be happy.
6: Yeah. No, my, my short answer is, you know, and, and my gut reaction was yes. I mean, there's certainly there's some things that I've been through that have been, you know, I know in the long run, they're good for me, but you know, there's some things that have been very painful right. and some things require some discipline. And that is again, going back to, you know, um, what I said before, there's a, a refining process. We all go through different seasons and different times of different things in life. And, yep. you know, as you're going through it, it's, you know, it's not, you know, I mean I'll I'll use you know me very well um at this point. I'll use, you know, that the season of life where um my mom was fighting ALF. Mm-hmm. That was certainly not, not fun and it was it was painful to, to watch and go through and you know, but the, the moments when I was most most satisfied and all that and most at peace was when, you know, yeah, there were some some sometimes it was just it was really not um it was really hard. It was yeah. very hard to care there were certain things, you know, cleaning up after a loved one that um you know, it's is going through something like yeah. that. It's a very difficult thing. And I, I wouldn't say that, you know, I'm, I'm over there scrubbing toilets or changing colostomy bags and doing things. And, you know, Hey, this is, this is making me super happy, but you know, being there yeah. and being able to care for a loved one and being able just to, you know, there were, there were times. So, I mean, it was, you know, um, and I, I wouldn't mean, I wouldn't really think about that. Right. It wasn't the task itself. It was the, the, like i i already said it, just the, the greater, the greater purpose and knowing that in the long right. run, like, Absolutely. That, it was, it was just, just a task that is, and that whatever it was, was going to pass. Amen.
1: I'm well, like, oh, Will, thank you so much for day, being so. on the show, man. Yeah. What a great contribution. Thanks for calling Absolutely. in. Thank you, JJ. Have, have a good day, time,
6: guys. Yep. Y'all take care. Right. You know,
1: what a lot of, a lot of what Will was talking about here, which, um, if we break down this whole happiness thing is that it's an emotion, mm-hmm. it's fleeting, um, there's this long-term, short-term aspect of happiness and fulfillment. We, I think, we can all agree that happiness is usually very, very short-term. I've had this conversation multiple times with our clients about giving money to people. We know money is a motivator. Until when? Yeah, do you, know, not- do you know when? There's a specific
2: time it becomes a motivator. Until what I read years ago was three weeks. Okay. Is that still accurate? Did somebody uh, – so giving an employee a raise will raise their level of motivation for about three weeks.
1: It's it's actually um, – it could be less than that. Depends. But the, the ultimate test is it's only a motivator until they spend it. It's only a motivator until it's gone. Mm. So if, if – in most cases, if you give them extra money or a bonus, they're going to go out and spend that probably if you look at statistics. So all of a sudden – so it made them happy, but that happiness quickly leaves – and you've lost the value in what you've given that person. It's just like when we go and buy something. It's buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse happens 100% of the time with when, when we buy something. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's emotional. It's chemical. It always happens, no matter what. When you buy a car, when you buy a house, it gets amplified. And that's when we really need to wonder where this feeling is coming from because we get so excited about bringing this happiness of having this thing. And then we
2: get it. We're like, what did I do? You just start to second guess it. So uh,
1: happiness is so fleeting.
2: It is. It's short term. Unlike say doing this show, which we are clearly not doing for the money. We this is a start yeah. a startup radio Absolutely. program. Yep, this is very fulfilling for me.
1: Same here. Same here. Um, the two the two chemicals that are tied to happiness are dopamine and serotonin. Right? When we when we get dopamine and serotonin, that makes us happy, and those are very those are because of usually s- things that we've done or experienced in this very short term. Mm-hmm. So when those chemicals start to get out of our bloodstream a little bit, then all of a sudden we don't feel as happy. Fulfillment's not tied to, to chemicals in our body. Um,
2: the long-term the long-term aspect of what we do is tied to this fulfillment. Um, and I really liked your question about can you be fulfilled in something that doesn't make you happy? I'll say I had never thought about it like that before. I th- that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a really big point in this yeah. whole thing, I think.
1: Yeah. Do we have to pursue something in order for it to bring us fulfillment and happiness? Like what if it comes easy? What what if something just just shows up? Then 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 you lucked out. Yeah, it, it is is our pursuit of something tied to more fulfillment or more happiness. For instance, um the radio show. Let's just talk about the radio show. All right. What if this radio show came easy? What if millions of people just all of a sudden showed up and started listening?
2: I would still feel pretty fulfilled. I would too. I would too.
1: What if it took us a year to get to, you know, 500 people listening or whatever that number
2: is? I'd probably feel a little more fulfilled. I would. Yeah.
1: It's like the the, the hard road to something brings more fulfillment. It's Mm -hmm. when you show up, you're like, it was so worth it because most people quit when
2: the road gets hard. Yeah. I mean if you won if you won a million dollars in the lottery versus if you worked your tail off for a career and earned a million dollars which of those is more fulfilling and, and which happens, of those would make you happy
1: What happens with people when they win a million bucks in the lottery yep. They blow it statistically most of them a majority of them end up going bankrupt mm-hmm. because it didn't make them happy <laughs> They didn't know what to do with it they didn't have to work hard over a long period of time to get that money, that's true. That's a that's a living, breathing example
2: of happiness. Ain't what it's all cracked up to be. Yo. No,
1: no, <laughs> I mean, not
6: seriously. at
2: all. And and we keep on coming back to money, JJ. You know, we've. I feel like so many of these examples we've given come back to money, and that goes yeah. back to the you know cliche expression: money, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, happiness gets slippery
1: when it slides into its distorted version of. Taking shortcuts or indulging in what feels good now—the easier, faster, more comfortable—over what nourishes us over the long Hmm.
2: haul—and
1: that's the difference. And I'm going to keep coming back to this. I don't think most people really know what fulfills them. They're they're confusing fulfillment with happiness, and they think what they're doing, as they get these little hits of serotonin along the way and feel happy, are fulfilling. But it's not. Yeah, maybe they end up
2: empty. That's true. So maybe after the break, we need to get into a little more why it's important to understand the difference. So
1: to be a part of this conversation, call us in the studio, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. What makes you happy? What fulfills you? But most importantly, what's the difference? You're listening to The Great People Show.
0: ah! Or the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experienced Dale Carnegie courses, people like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com.
5: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for zip lining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit theomnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort, Never stay the same.
1: Hi, I'm J.J. White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by a ginger kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in a Ginger Kid products can't be beat, and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach. Oh, I, want just like this. I want something just like this. We're talking about happiness, fulfillment. What is it? What's the difference? I think we're too caught up in happiness. We are. And I don't think we're caught up enough in fulfillment. We have another caller on the line. Sarah has joined the show. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Hey, Sarah.
4: Hey, thank you. Good morning.
1: Wow, you got some energy here this morning.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Bring you have to it. get up early for this.
1: Oh, no. You're not on the West Coast, are you? No,
5: I'm not.
1: <laughs> so, Sarah, today we're talking about what makes you happy, what fulfills you, what's the difference? What's your, what's your viewpoint on this whole thing?
4: Um, several years ago, I was career-driven. Mm-hmm. This is, I knew my path, and I knew how to get there. And I was bound and determined to, to make it happen. Mm-hmm. One day I was asked to volunteer for the kids' service at a church. Okay. I really thought they were absolutely crazy. That's the last place you wanted to put me.
1: No, and, and I just want to highlight here, they asked you to volunteer.
4: They did. Okay. And um, because I had a cat. I didn't have kids. I had a cat.
1: <laughs> well, that makes you somewhat qualified. Yeah, I have a cat. They're kind of like kids.
4: Sometimes. So I started volunteering, and over time, I have realized that seeing kids happy, making a difference in their life, okay, really fulfills me. And then I got involved with the Make-A-Wish organization mm-hmm. as a wish granter. Seeing a child smile for just a brief period to take their thoughts away from their next treatment mm-hmm. to, and to give a, just a break for the family.
1: Now you're using the word fulfillment. Uh, what is the difference between their fleeting moment of happiness, not just being a fleeting moment of happiness for you? Cause it sounds like it's way more than that for you. It's, it's, it's small for them in that moment, but it seems like it's huge for you over the long haul. Mm.
4: It is. Um, when you see a child smile when maybe the family has lost hope, maybe it is a terminal illness, and all of a sudden you wake up and realize that you're here making their wish come true. Mm-hmm. It's the most amazing experience. Um, you know, you love on these children, and for just a brief period, life stops. Mm-hmm. Um, a Ooh. wish banner that goes out with me quite a bit. We have a we have our set routine. Is that she does all of the paperwork and I lay on the floor and play with the kid.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Years ago, I would have said no. I'm doing the paperwork because this is what I know and this is what I'm trained to do, and this falls right in line with my career goals.
1: And you 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 said some really powerful words that I want to make sure that we get quoted here. You said life stops. And and I think as a society we attach happiness to whenever we're in a moment when life stops, but you're attaching it to both.
4: Absolutely. And um, Alex Anani had a bracelet that came out with an ice cream cone on it. I encourage everybody to look up the ice cream cone on okay. Alex Anani because it goes towards Give Kids the World Village. And I had never thought about it before like this. But you have to enjoy that ice cream cone before it before it. Disappear.
1: Oh, ooh, we're on to something now. So the ice cream cone—what does that represent for you then?
4: That you have to savor the moments, mm. slow down, because you can be very career-driven, and that's great. Because there's uh, ladders that we can climb, and differences that we can make every day in our careers. But we have to take the time to slow down mm-hmm. and enjoy it. And that's what I've seen is that so many people, including myself, forget to enjoy the ice cream cone.
2: And, it, Sarah, don't you think there's a little – that is a huge point. And don't you think there's a little human nature in that whole equation? Because that, that crosses along a, a all ages. You know, we were – you're speaking of ice cream. I mean, we were in Myrtle Beach on vacation back in August, and we were eating ice cream at the resort we were at and as my kids are eating the ice cream cone they're talking about well can we go on the water side? Can we go on the beach <laughs> and they're just trying to get to the next thing and and i looked at and i was like why don't you take them and enjoy your ice cream <laughs> yeah so i mean we've really got to be conscious about this
4: and we live in a society that is so fast-paced mm-hmm. that we can get caught up in it
2: and accessible yep. there's
1: so many things that ex- that we're accessing a- accessing to be excessive because we we have so many things we can do that make us happy. Yeah. And
2: we're always thinking about the next thing, we're always living in the future. Yeah.
4: And we're not guaranteed the future.
2: Mm-mm. No, ma'am.
4: And if you forget to enjoy today and to take a few minutes to interact with people that build you up, no matter what situation you're in, there's always a silver lining.
1: Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you know what your why is?
4: I really don't.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I think I'm just sitting here listening to it. You're you're living your why, and I'm not sure that you realize it. Uh, you 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 know what you're doing. You know what you're doing is contributing to many other lives, but it seems like it's so natural for you that you're just living your why. I'm just uh, I I implore you to seek out that why because the most powerful thing about taking a, a a why and putting it on paper is you start to s- see the other things you could do to live the why. There's a lot of things out there about when you know your why, there's so many what's and how's that you can do to live the why. And it sounds like you kind of stumbled into your why. You were asked to volunteer at church, and then you end up at the Make-A-Wish, and you're like, holy smokes, this is amazing. You didn't really establish this why earlier in your life and then just keep trying to find things to do. Sarah, just imagine what your your life would look like if you pursued more than what you're doing. And I'm not saying like beyond make a wish. Maybe it's just more within make a wish.
4: Mm -hmm. You know, it's ironic. I had a staff meeting um, this week and that was something I told them is that I want everybody to pursue their passion, Mm -hmm. to drive to it.
1: But Sarah, most people don't know what their passion is.
4: But you know, there's an old story that you have to take the first step. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. Mm. And the Dale Carnegie class teaches you that.
1: Good plug. Thank you. It's true. I took
4: it in 2003 and it changed my life. Mm -hmm. So you have to take that First baby step.
1: Yeah, and and the wonderful point: most people sit back and wait for things to happen for them, and and then it never happens. In fact, most people sit around when they wait for things to happen for them; they take it as things happening to them, and it's like they want someone to wake them up to what their passion and their why is. And and Sarah, that happened to you in a way, right? You were asked But I will. I will also st- stipulate this and say that. They asked you for a reason. You put put enough out there for people to see something in you that you you didn't see in yourself. Mm. So you were probably surrounded by some people that were were great mentors and coaches to you at the same time. That's the other side of the equation.
4: That Absolutely. And, you know, we all go through things in life that make us who we are.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Everything. And
4: when life gives you lemons, you have to make lemonade. Mm -hmm. You have the choice to make lemonade. I went through some things that... I didn't expect. I had never planned um, because I was smart at 23. I had planned my life.
1: <laughs> you knew it all.
4: I knew it all. You absolutely. knew it all. Yep. And then one day my life turned on its head, mm-hmm. and I had a decision to make. I could either forgive and move on and make lemonade, or I could become a bitter individual.
1: Ooh, I like how you tied in that bitter to the lemonade. That was that was good. I think uh, I found this quote in prepping for the show, and I and I think you just— you just nailed it. It said, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. Yeah. And that's what you've done.
4: You know, I try. It's a everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. But I think when it becomes a habit of, yeah, we can't get down in the dump.
1: Yeah. Sarah, what, uh, uh, thanks for joining the show. What What parting advice do you have for our listeners? If people are wondering what happiness is, what fulfillment is, what advice do you have for us?
4: To sit down and look at the things in your life that are great mm-hmm. and do enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting at the table with your children and they're talking about their day in school, savor that moment. I go back to the savor statement. Mm-hmm. You have to take time.
1: Savor the ice cream cone.
4: Absolutely.
1: It's awesome. Savor it. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us, Sarah.
4: You're welcome. Thanks guys. Have thanks. a good day. You too.
2: So savory. Savory. i savory, man. And you know, I think, to a lot of Sarah's points, something that has become really apparent to me in the last week because of something we went through, our family went through this week, we often take things that make us happy for granted. Sometimes we don't even realize what makes us happy. So I think, as you know, JJ, uh, on Sunday, uh, we had to put our Mm -hmm. 14-year-old Labrador Mm -hmm. uh, down. And it was—it's uh, been—it's been a tough week with that. Uh, she was 14, so I had her for over a third of my life. Yep. And I never realized until she's been gone the last few days that every time I came in the door and she greeted me, it made me happy. happy. Every time she walked over to me when I was sitting on the couch and put her head in my lap, it made me happy. happy. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about it consciously that way. And
1: over a 14-year period. It also fulfilled you, though.
2: Absolutely, but now yeah. that she's gone, I'm missing yeah those bits of and, yeah. and those bits of happiness. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, seeking happiness isn't wrong. It's just limiting. Yeah, it's 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 if if we don't if we don't nourish something in inside of us, uh, fulfillment creates a constant state of happiness. And um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna really wrap up the show today talking about how do we how do we focus more on fulfillment to be a part of the show you can call us at 804-454-1366 804-454-1366 you're listening to the great people show I'm JJ White, host of The Great People Show. As a parent, I'm now busier than ever and don't have a lot of time for teaching my child fundamentals or helping them build good foundations. That's why I love products by A Ginger Kid. They allow me to spend time teaching critical skills to my children while we all have fun. The quality wood used in A Ginger Kid products can't be beat and the wooden texture brings a nostalgia that allows both my child and I to enjoy our moments together. A Ginger Kid products are about equipping parents to help their children learn with confidence. A Ginger Kid also helps me pause to take moments to create intentional memories with my children. These classic toys teach classic moments. Go to agingerkid.com and enter the promo code GIFTS to receive 25% off your order as one of our listeners. A Ginger Kid, the tools and toys that teach.
0: For the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie Course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie Courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com.
5: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for ziplining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit theomnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
1: Welcome back. We're on The Great People Show. I'm JJ and here's James. All right. We're trying to figure out what makes us happy, what fulfills me. Having having people tune into the show makes me happy. Having the show around week after week after week, knowing that we're doing some amazing things for people fulfills me.
2: Well, doesn't it fulfill you that more people, when, when you see more people listening to the show, when you see more people downloading the podcast, do you feel, doesn't that sense of fulfillment oh, go it, up a little oh, bit? Uh,
1: in the short term, it's
2: more happiness. Oh, okay, Because it's a shot. It's like, ooh, yeah.
1: ooh, a stat. Ooh, right? Yep. And it has to contribute to the long term. Um, if, if you stay fulfilled about something, you, you can stay more in a state of happiness without relying on, very specific incidences or things to make you happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the flip side of it is if we, or I shouldn't say the flip side of it, it's the best side of it. If if we are in the relentless pursuit of something that fulfills us, then happiness can be a, a level constant. But what we do in today's world is we are in a relentless pursuit of what makes us happy, which is typically tied to making more money so that we can go out and buy something and get the, oh, the shot in the arm of, oh, yeah. It's a high. It's a high. It's literally, um, it, it's 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 almost like it's more addictive than drugs. Mm-hmm. In, in a way, it is a drug because it's releasing these drugs inside of our body. Mm-hmm. We're just pursuing the wrong things. It,
2: it's We're pursuing short-term instead of pursuing long-term. But happiness is a drug. I mean, we've all heard that expression before. It's a drug. We want more. I mean, the more you get, the better you feel. Everybody wants to feel yeah. good. And, and right? true happiness
1: is really pursuing a life of fulfillment. A life of fulfillment. We weren't. We weren't put on this earth to go and buy cars, and 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 get a better job and stuff like that. That's not why we were created. Everything right? I see on
2: TV tells me different.
1: Well, if you go back and look at these movies where it's like the beginning of time, right? It was like jungles and in and, and people barely wearing clothes. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 wasn't, there, there wasn't a car dealership on the corner. No. Well, right? happiness was not being eaten by some other <laughs> mammal. Or... <laughs> I still feel that way. Yeah. Um, I found this list of what, these are typically things that fulfill you. That's from RichHabits.net. All right. Raising a family, building a business you love. I've talked about that definitely. a lot. Pursuing something you're passionate about. And we've said this, most people don't know what they're passionate about. And they're confusing passion with, with the shot in the arm of happiness mm-hmm. Uh, pursuing a dream or the goals behind the dream, maintaining and growing long-lasting relationships, helping others, and in my opinion, fulfillment is found by making a difference in others. We, we established on the show several weeks ago that that's what greatness is. Greatness is is greatness is what you do for other people. Greatness is the impact you have on other people. Greatness isn't about having the most money or having the, the best talent in yourself. It's truly others-focused, and this involves engaging in daily activities that result in continuous growth and learning. One of my favorite quotes, I use it all the time, when you're green, you're growing, when you're ripe, you're rotting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I'm a little skewed on this because I typically only work with people that are green and growing. It's in the, <laughs> it's in the business that I'm in. Yeah. I, I,
2: people that are ripe and rotting don't stay in my life very long. Right. And they're probably not going to be calling you to be a client no, anyway because never. they're not pursuing what you do. Never. Yeah. Never. Never um
1: engaging in daily activities that promote good health mm-hmm. we we haven't really talked a lot about that on the on the show we've we've we have focused very specifically on attitudes and behaviors and mindsets and eventually we will broaden the show to cover health and finance and in those types of things uh if, if you're watching Facebook live you will see that I certainly need to Focus more on health, and I'm 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 not going to talk about it here on the show today. But this afternoon, this actually later this morning, I'm taking a huge step in my health, and I'm going to talk more about it on the show. I, I'm I'm going to involve myself in something new that I'm going to kind of journal through the show to 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 see if it makes me a healthier person or not physically healthy, which ties into the mental healthness because wow.
2: we know I'm a little whack anyway. So yeah, pretty, yeah, I need all the help much. I can get. <laughs> well, and going back to the whole thing with. How helping other people makes us happier than anything we do for ourselves. You know, I go to I go straight to Christmas morning, so okay. it's Christmas morning in the White Household, and you've got a gift that's for you with your name on it, oh, and yeah. and you've got a and gift. By the way, there's not many of those anymore. <laughs> no, not every year. It's a little less. Mm-hmm. But then you've got a gift that you bought for your son. Which one of those is going to? Are are you more excited? Is going to give Definitely you more happiness? Kids. Of course, Definitely. the one that you're giving, right? Definitely, Yep. And so, I, I mean, that that's a great example. I mean, I don't know who would most people would say giving the gift gives me a lot more happiness than when I receive. Well, there's
1: a there's a great video out there by Simon Sinek, uh, "Leaders Eat Last." I think it's about a 45 minute video from a presentation he give gave, based on the book, and he gets into the different chemicals that um, when you when you are giving something to somebody a gift, help, assistance, it re- the drugs not coming to my mind, but it releases a chemical inside your body that fulfills you, makes you feel happy in the moment mm-hmm. that actually you can also get if you just watch someone else helping somebody or watch someone else give a gift. And they could be completely strangers, but it's human nature for us to react chemically to that. But these are fleeting moments. That That's the whole point that we're talking about here, isn't it? That these are just small moments in time and we revolve our life around this. And, and here's a question I have is can we... Can we work hard to stay in a consistent state of happiness and not worry about fulfillment because I think most people do. Most people live their whole life pursuing happiness without ever feeling fulfilled or rarely feeling fulfilled.
2: I think you're right and I think that that's a much more difficult road to to go down. I mean chasing chasing something uh like like just again trying to get those little those little mm-hmm. bits here and there as opposed to living a truly fulfilled life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, That's sad. So here's one way to look at it. If you're still confused or if you're at all confused is replace the word happiness with pleasure. Would you choose pleasure over fulfillment? No. Never. Absolutely not. Some would. Yeah. Some would. I don't think that's our audience. No, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's our audience, but happiness and pleasure are essentially the same thing. It is a a a chemical reaction in our body that makes us feel warm and snugly. That's pleasure. Happiness is pleasure. It's short term. It's temporary. It's fleeting. But we wouldn't say we pursue pleasure.
2: No. No, but I will say this. When when we think back to a pleasurable experience or to something that brings us happiness or brings us pleasure, that you get a piece of that happiness mm-hmm. with Just the memory, yeah, right. Yeah, Uh, I mean that's why we go back and and think about things. I mean, a a vacation, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty happy on it. Doesn't vacation doesn't fulfill me? Yeah, makes me pretty darn happy. If I think back to the cruise we went on last year, it makes me smile right away. Well, and that's
1: what photos and videos do. Mm -hmm. You ever go back and watch a a video that you took on vacation or look at a photo? It's like all that comes back to you. Yeah. But I will say, on your deathbed. You're not going to remember any of these fleeting moments of happiness. No, like when when you know your life is starting to come to an end, you're not Mm -hmm. going to be thinking about these little moments of happiness. You're only going to recall what left you feeling fulfilled, or not. Mm. You know what's that inventory of your fulfilled life look like whenever you're about ready to
2: check out. So I'm not going to think about like the stuff I bought or how much money I have in the bank. If you do, (laughs) right, it's. Not probably going to matter. Too many more minutes after that. I don't think. I think you're
1: right. Um, We need to start working today, making sure that we don't end up in that place because Mm -hmm. most people don't start to take that inventory until it's too late.
2: That's very true.
1: Um, And and this this starts to lead us on our path to fulfillment. What does this path of real fulfillment look like? Uh, What is your why? I asked Sarah, "Do you know what your why is?" And she very quickly said, "No, she doesn't." Mm What I'd really heard her saying is, I have not taken the time to think enough about it to write it down. I think she knows what it is. Like if I walked her through a facilitated conversation on what is your why, then she would it, it would make complete sense to her. It's not <laughs> like it would be news to her. She just hasn't taken the time to write it down. Simon Sinek just came out with a great book called Find Your Why. Mm-hmm. It's based on his book What. Uh, Start with why. It's it's a facilitator's guide to figuring out your why. I am chewing through this book. I've got the highlighter on it. I went to Staples and bought those little sticky things that hang off so you can like (laughs) mark pages. I listened to the book and then I bought the paper just so I could mark on it. And I don't do that. I haven't done that in like five or ten years. Man, must be good. It's good. Well, it's it's a practical guide to help you find your why. And so I'm in, I'm into it. And I want to, I want to actually facilitate this for other people. I, I want to help other people find their why. So if you're interested in getting involved in that, JJ at greatpeopleshow.com. The other thing that is on this path of fulfillment is you need to change. Most people, I think, have this relentless pursuit of happiness because it verifies for them that they're on that right path in the moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas few of us are on this right path to fulfillment without changing something about us.
2: Yeah. You've got to be intentional
1: about it. Very, very intentional. The status quo won't cut it. Mm-hmm. And uh, get out of your own head. Um, I saw this, this, this quote, for almost all of my life, I've lived in my head. In my head, there was a utopia. And that utopia was named Someday. That most of us just wait till someday. Someday someday. Oh, hit of happiness. I'm there. Oh, no, it went away. Yeah. Someday. Someday. And this inventory thing that I brought up earlier, I think we need to take an inventory, like a real serious inventory. Who are our friends? What do I spend my time really thinking about, reading, hearing? And what what is it in my life that I've done that really fulfills me?
2: I think there are a lot of people that are are scared to have that conversation with themselves because they know they're not going to like the answer.
1: You know what I just realized? We haven't heard that conversation from Asher. We don't know what fulfills Asher. We let that slide. But good news is we have about two minutes left on the show. Right. Asher, what fulfills you?
3: I'm going to go back to, to what makes me happy, which is escaping oh. from my job. <laughs> and believe it or not, what fulfills me is my job. So I'm escaping to be happy from what fulfills All me. All right.
1: Well, let's test it. What, what about your job fulfills you?
3: All the challenges, all the uh, opportunities for growth.
1: So if if we stick to the definition that fulfillment comes from your impact on others and how you help others, how does your job fulfill you in that right? Uh,
3: for instance, I'll give you two things I'll do today. I need to have a talk with uh, two people. One is a difficult conversation. Okay. And uh, – when you learn the art of having difficult conversations with people and resolving conflict before it starts, then you are, you know, doing what you said and developing people and investing into people and making relationships stronger. And in the other situation, I'm actually mentoring in a sense, uh, someone who's uh, working for me on a side project. Okay, And so I'm able to, you know, learn more about him and find out ways to develop him and find, you know, what his visions, what his mission is, what his goal is, what he's trying to accomplish in his life and, uh, you know, see how I can be a part of making that happen and making him better. Good,
1: good. So, So your vocation allows you to exercise those gifts that you have yeah. and it does. be a part of someone else's life.
3: It does. And it's exciting. It's very fulfilling. It's very tiring. That's why I need to be, be happy every so often and get well, away. Well, and,
1: and uh, Fraser Hughes, Hughes It or Lose It on Facebook Live right now said appreciation fulfills him. So I think... I think Asher deserves this appreciation. That we wouldn't even have this show, no. we would even be able to exercise these gifts to help others if it wasn't for Asher's vision for what this show and we could be doing no. right now. The,
2: the Great People Studio here would be we have our own locker.
1: We have a we have the Great People Locker in the hallway. Yep. We have the Great People Studio. We're getting a new Great People table next week. We hope, <laughs> right? That's right.
0: Uh, I have to, to teach myself. And we've got some big
1: changes coming up on the show in in two weeks. That I, I'm 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 going to tease it a little bit. We're we're going we're going to a much larger audience here in the station. Much larger audience. We're going to talk a little bit more about it next week. Uh, Today we have talked about fulfillment and happiness. So here's the, the, the thought that I'm going to leave you with. When you feel happy, bask in it, enjoy the moment, enjoy it like a melting ice cream cone. Then ask yourself, is this leading to what truly fulfills me in my life? I'm going to buy the ice cream shop. I'm going to buy the ice cream shop. I'm JJ. This is James. Thank you for being on our show, greatpeopleshow.com, Facebook, Great People Show. Check us out. Thanks for bringing us into your life. You've been listening to The Great People Show.